Hi everyone, welcome to How to Adult with Mamba and I am your podcaster, Mamba, that is my name. So on this podcast, we are going to be talking about the struggles that every youth goes through when entering adulthood, that people are scared to talk about and the things that we have not learned from our parents. Yes, so today I am being joined with my two sisters, my older sister Mukosa and my younger sister. Hi guys. Maria. Hi. Introduce yourselves. Well, my name is Mukosa. Happy to be on this podcast and happy to have this discussion. Well, my name is Gwadia and yeah, I'm happy to be here and to talk about the stuff. Yeah. So on the first episode, we're going to be talking about puberty. Hey. <laughs> okay, so Let's get right into business, shall we? Yes. So, I'm first going to ask Mukosa, um, how was your experience with puberty? My experience with puberty was rough. I literally didn't know what was going on. And I grew up in a kind of setting where, you know, talking about things with your mother or anybody was considered either too sexual or just you know you can't just talk about it so i didn't really understand what was going on with my body the education syllabus at that time didn't really teach you know about that stuff until you're in grade at least grade nine so i started experiencing puberty when i was like in my late grade seven Mm -hmm. you know i started experiencing puberty and there was literally nobody I could talk to because I didn't want people to think I was having sex. That was the stigma going around. I don't think anyone wants their parents knowing that they're having sex at that point. Exactly. You know, and I wasn't even having sex. So why am I going to give everybody the impression that I'm having sex? So it was, it was kind of rough. That's just (laughs) disturbing as a child. I think that's why kids don't like expressing what they are going through puberty because they uh-huh. all put it as a sexual as a point. sexual yeah. thing like okay now you can see your period now you can have sex Yay. yeah it was so you know it was so intense that when okay when a woman is developing it's one breast that comes out first yeah. on the left side then the right one oh like, i didn't know that yes because the heart is located to the left Mm -hmm. then the right begins to form so my left breast was so prominent and it was the first to come out and it was so painful so i didn't know i didn't know that that was breast growing that's how innocent i was i didn't know and it was burning and aching Mm -hmm. so that was in grade seven i so i then walked up to my mom and told her oh mom my chest is paining i don't know what was going on and then she touched it and felt a small lump and said, your breasts are growing. And then they just made a big deal out of it. And I became so uncomfortable and shy. Yeah, like for me, okay, I don't actually remember developing breasts. That's one weird thing about me. Mm. So the first sign of puberty that I got was seeing my period. And like, I remember I actually got my period like two months before my parents, like my mom knew. So like, yeah, two months before mom knew. So like oh I used to hide it. Because I thought, I thought I had an injury. I was like, okay, no. Because it wasn't that heavy at that point. So I was like, <coughs> maybe maybe it's a sore, you know, and whatever. Oh then like God, the third month, I stained. And mom was like, 
what's that? And then I'm like, I don't know. Then she's like, oh, you've started your period. But they made such a big deal out of it. I was like, why are you people making it such a big deal? It makes you, I don't know, guys. You know, mine was so intense because I remember, apart from the breast, I was having severe cramps, mm-hmm. waist pains. And, you know, the common stigma of a girl having waist pains, it means you're either insulting adults or you're trying to tell them that you are from having sex. Yeah. So... I couldn't openly come out and say I'm having waist pains. I didn't even know it was associated with menstruation. That was the horrible part. I just thought I was in pain. So here I was, 13, going through all this pain with no one to really talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't funny. It wasn't things. How was your experience, Walia? Can we just keep it in mind that Wala is from a whole different generation? Yeah, there are three generations was, here. Yes, she was actually born in 2005. So how was your experience? Oh, my experience growing up with sisters, I, to me personally, it felt more of an achievement because I thought I was fitting in with you guys finally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then the worst part was like none of you, like when I was born, were even in that age of mine where, mm-hmm. you know, we could hang out and be like, okay, both of us were in the same category. <coughs> no, you all had boobs and everything. So then, oh my God. When I started having boobs, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I like, remember you really wanted boobs. <laughs> she like, actually used to make fake boobs. Now she should tell <laughs> us how to add out. <laughs> exactly. You used to put fake boobs fake in boobs, your shirt, girl. Oh my God. And then, even though I had you people talk about it with, I just didn't like talking about it because they taught us at school. Like, I the first time I learned about puberty was in grade three. In fact, no, grade two actually, and that I was think my was see, whole different uh, yeah. generation. She learned about it in grade three. I learned about it in grade nine, and the teacher was so shy to even talk about it. I also learned about it in grade eight. I had no idea that. Okay, at that point, I was already attending, but like some of the things that they used to talk about in reproduction, I was like. Uh, okay okay so you see i think it's much easier for you guys like from the 2000 till now yeah, this, like you guys learn about it rebels. really early yeah they are rebels anyway so carry on <laughs> so then we learned about it and you know okay it was basically like i was just waiting for it like i knew it way before like i knew about periods and everything when i was like eight so then i was just waiting for it to come one fine day, and then you know, I started experience pubic hair, and you know, when when I showed you guys, I was just like, I was actually happy about it. I was like, I'm going to fit in. I'm going to start mm. shaving, like you know, because I used to feel so left out, you know, when you're talking about stuff. So then I used to be like, I also want to be part of that. So then, but I don't know in our in my generation, like when I was in primary grade five, six, seven since that's when most of us puberty started hitting and then it was like i don't know like when you wear a bra or you actually go on your period like it was something so embarrassing like you can't share it with your friends yeah, you can't talk mm-hmm. about it you can't share it it's and that's the thing. They make it seem like it's something wrong. But the thing that they should normalize is that it's normal. You can actually talk to your friend about such things. Because if you keep it to yourself, this is where everything starts from. This is where we're like, no, I'm not going to tell anybody about my mental health. It's all because they told you that puberty should be kept to yourself, which should change. Like people should just express themselves. For me, my experience was, I don't know, it was really tough. I had a lot of drama during my periods. Oh, I do my period, do my puberty area. Like, 
it was just a lot but again that was also the thing you know don't tell anyone you're on your period don't play with boys like instead of you telling me like okay do not have sex with boys you know <laughs> they say, don't play with boys so now and they they took me to a course because so i was like ah, so now i should stop talking to boys just because there's blood coming out of my vagina like what honestly it, it was weird mine was raw mine was very direct you know i was just basically accused of not just being a virgin anyway me too <laughs> like in grade eight <laughs> it was very raw very direct you know throughout my whole secondary school you know whenever i show up home maybe like an hour late two hours late you're not a virgin yes. anymore. you know just because you hit puberty as i'm saying you know they sexualized everything they sexualized <laughs> it too much and that's the thing that should change it's not even anything sexual like at that point when you hit puberty you're just confused you don't know what's happening with your body yeah you've got so many hormones raging in you you start oh. having crushes <laughs> crushes crush crushes but surprisingly but surprisingly for me like mom never ever 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 told me anything like actually to teach me anything because you have a baby she actually my... cried when you go to a period so what did you expect her you to know do? the only thing that she told me was so yeah now what did your teacher say at school when you have this yeah i'm like and she's the one who's supposed to teach me. I was just like, you get pregnant. Yeah, and you also have HIV when you sleep around with people. So don't. And that's it. She actually told you. Yeah, she actually told you. That's it. That's she what she had, said. She had to send me away for me to get that information. Like, literally send me away for me to get that information. I wasn't that even was at, sent away. Uh, <laughs> grandmother's house. That's why I was taught not to have sex, shave. But why hire strangers to tell me that when, you know, you're a female, you can just tell me about it. And then when I came home from there, every day was, you're not, you're, you're you're not, not a, a virgin. virgin. And I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate it so much. I hate it too. Well, now, well, now that I'm not a virgin, I don't hate it, but I used to hate it. Because like, for me, I had a very rough, rough childhood. I wasn't the best looking. And then someone should come and tell me that I'm not a virgin. I didn't even know what sex was at that point. I was like, eh. <coughs> What what are you talking about, woman? Ah, you know, this whole thing should just change. And like, in my generation, you know, the thing of you know having crushes, ah, oh, the way it was looked at, it was looked at in a very weird way. You know, they made having a boyfriend so sinful. You know, you couldn't have a boyfriend. You couldn't actually. You couldn't even open up to you know the fact that you like a guy. Or mm-hmm. something because they made it seem so sinful, so so sinful. And the girls that actually were open enough to express interest in guys and all those things, and you know, they were having a relationship, or maybe they would be walking down the street holding hands, they were termed as as naughty girls. Mm. You know, so that was the area in which I was living in. So at the same time, I wasn't really free to you know just come out with the opposite sex and innocently be with the opposite sex out of mutual interest yeah. no i think till grade 12 or you know part of my college life i was only allowed to be seen with girls so not healthy for exactly a child's mental health and then the funny thing is you don't want your child to hang out with the opposite sex but you take them to a course school that's the thing that's that i don't understand that's the thing that's the thing and then again, you know, okay, 
I feel things should be balanced. Like, I don't blame those who take their children to boarding schools. I've been to an all-girls boarding school. Mm -hmm. But for my future children, I prefer them being at a core school because being at a boarding school, you know, with all those hormones, confusion, it came to girls becoming lesbians, like lovers. And these are young girls who don't really know what's going on. Some... Maybe some came with it from home, but others would be pushed in it Mm -hmm. because all you see are girls. I would want my children to understand that liking a boy is okay. Mm -hmm. Liking a boy is okay. Hanging out with a boy is okay. But um, the atmosphere that was around in my time, the parents saw it more healthy to be only with your fellow girls. Mm -hmm. And I think that brought about a lot of confusion and sexual desire in wrong places because when i was in boarding i experienced a lot of teenage girls actually having sex some would actually play male characters oh my god yes they would even have male names some would actually play male characters dress up and at first we thought it was fun and then we realized like we realized after some time okay there's some sort of confusion here going on because when a girl dresses as a male character you know, other girls would be attracted and drawn to that. And mm-hmm. then they would start having, you know, sex. They would fumble with themselves and, you know, do the clitoris thing. You know, the clitoral stimulation. <laughs> yeah, whatever it's called. And then one thing also that I've realized, like, from my generation, like, yeah, I'm, I'm at the boarding school, yes, but it's a call. But, like, where they're all girls, some of them, I realize, like, when they come back home, it's like... They just go wild. They just go wild. wild exactly. Now, like, I don't know, like, seeing males, just, it's just, they go all crazy when yeah. they start doing all types of things. And that's the thing, like, I can speak for myself being at a co school. Seeing a boy uh, isn't as interesting anymore. I'm it able, actually, not even anymore. Um, it's actually not even interesting. It's not interesting. It's not interesting. I just see them as a human being that I can talk to and I can say that. Even in society, I think I can handle myself even with a male mm-hmm. in things where I don't know that person. I think I'll know how to talk to them. Because, you know, I've experienced girls, like, when they just see a guy, they're, oh, <laughs> they start doing all types of Yeah, that was things. my generation. Yep. So, I think it's in everyone's <laughs> generation. There's just that specific class of girls. Okay, not class, but group of girls that are just like, when they see guys, they're just like, oh, my God, what? You know, like, they want to just faint because of a boy. He's just a human. Don't faint because of a boy. Boys have nothing to offer. You know, we're not talking about boys, so... <laughs> and the boys will say girls have got nothing to offer. Okay, we all have nothing to offer. <laughs> we are all shit. That's just the fact. So anyway, if, Mukosa, if you were a parent at that time, what would you have done different? Uh, I would talk to my daughter. I would give her room enough to open up herself about how she's feeling Mm -hmm. what's going on in in her body i would actually become her best friend Mm. i wouldn't sexualize everything and i would tell her hey it's okay to feel what you're feeling for that boy just don't go this far i would actually trust my child Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't you know i wouldn't go around planting ideas and accusing my child over things I don't know or I'm suspecting. Overall, I think I'll just be there for her and let her know she's got someone to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Even about boys 
she's got someone to talk to because at the end of the day when when we when you as a parent don't talk to your child your child now goes to seek information from other sources from friends most of my information actually i sought from my friends like 80 percent of it what was happening to my body i actually sought from actually when i started having my period the first sign of blood i didn't know it was blood yes i was that naive and innocent I didn't know it was blood because I had never had that discussion with my mom or anybody, Mm -hmm. you know. I had to call my friend and show her what was on my pant. And I'm like, what's this? Then she goes like, oh, you started your period. So why go through all that when I've got a a mother with all this experience? You know, she's been through it. She knows what it feels like to be at that age, you know. So if I was a parent, I would try to cut that confiding in friends circle shit because mm-hmm. there's you know friends mislead you mm-hmm. know this you're a bunch of young girls who <laughs> you know passing on information and to you one don't another. even know some of them are just yeah theories what you just yeah. think that that's true but it's not you know so i would love my child to hear it firsthand from me what having a period is like what having pubic hair is like how breasts develop and yes what it feels like at that point with all the hormones to like a boy. I would want to have that discussion, tell her it's okay. And I would love also to prepare her for the fact that, you know, it's probably never going to work out. You're going to be heartbroken. Yeah. 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 I would love to prepare her for, I would just love to be there. Yes. And then that issue of heartbreak also, because when we're young, we watch all these movies, all these romantic Twilight movies. and whatnot, where they don't break up. You're like, okay, they break up, but they come, they get back together. And for then me, you my think, generation, I found zero. It was zero. You slide. They think, <laughs> like, they make you think like, okay. We are Size meant to. Everything. Once you find one person, that's your one guy. That's a lie. <laughs> well, yeah. if you were a parent at that time, you know, 11 years ago, 16? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or 16 years ago. Or 6 years no. ago. No. 11? I don't know. I this math is jarring. Anyway, what would you have done differently? Um, but I feel like you guys have had it really easy. But anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, we... You know, the problem is, even though you learn at school, <coughs> you can't go in details asking your teacher, like, okay, me, I have this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't do that. And then, so, like, yeah. I think we all have the same mother who clearly didn't want to open up to any of us. None of us. Not even this. a bit. So, I would have actually talked to myself about it. Okay, about the crash part, you know, I talked to Mukosa, so I, I think that was... Uh, Okay, for me, I had a lot of people around me to mm-hmm. ask. So, yeah, yeah I had it good. Sisters. Yeah. So, it was quite easy for you. Yeah. For me, it wasn't easy because I have that thing where, like, I it, it takes time for me to actually open up to someone. You know, so, like, I'm like, mm, should I tell my sisters that I'm having my period? What if they think I'm not normal? <laughs> you know, like, I was just like, what, what the <coughs> hell, you know? Sorry for the disturbance. Somebody came at the door. Our mother. Anyway, so... um, I have this thing where... I think it's more of trust issues where I'm like... Oh, if I tell my sister that there's blood coming out of... You know, my swimsuit area. What's she going to think of me? You know, so I was... I was scared. 
and i think why i was scared is because I, I i didn't even know that there was such a thing you know at least even if they tried to sit me down and tell me like, okay there's such a thing called a period you know but then there was nobody to tell me that when they used to call pads biscuits i was in the, i was in the dark so i was just like eh, maybe you know there's something wrong let me just keep it to myself so what i would have done different in my situation is i would have sat me down at the age where i know that okay this girl is about to attain so let me just open her mind to say there is such a thing as a period there's such a thing as going through puberty you know and you should know that it's normal it's 100 normal there's nothing wrong with you so if you get this like tell me as your parents so that i can i can know how to help you you know i can know how to guide you through the journey that you are going through because you're not alone that's that's exactly what i would have done but otherwise guys it's been so nice talking to you guys you guys are so wise like you deserve a round of applause (laughs) so this is the end of the podcast okay the first episode i hope everybody enjoys it as much as we have i hope i get a lot of supporters you know not a lot of backlash well thank you so much for those that hear and if you're here don't be shy to to dm me or send a voice message or just ask to be a guest i'm open to allow anyone to be a guest thank you so much for listening but please don't just listen subscribe thank you this is mwamba with how to adult